Life Church Worship, where the Spirit of the Lord is. I'm Victory 91.5. It's Coffee with Corey. You're on round two. This I am morning. starting my second cup of coffee with Corey. <laughs> now, we're all about coffee here, but we're also all about <laughs> like just learning about what God is doing. And it's just cool that, you know, with the Hebrew calendar, mm-hmm. like he's made it really clear for us to study out and to even see ahead. Kind of like you're talking about is the it's Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, you know, tonight and tomorrow. And so there is some insight that he wants us to have on this next year. Oh, goodness, there is. It's very weak. Just Wednesday, we just passed, was would have been day four. When Clip created the stars, the moon, uh, the planets. And with those, he used to set things in motion, named them all. And because of that, we can watch and learn and discover. And he's taught us a whole lot of things. Before he ever said, let there be light. In the beginning, he created the Aleph and the Tav, which is... Is the the Aleph Bet what they call is their alphabet, and that is the Hebrew language. The Bible we call there's a lot of different Hebrew, but biblical Hebrew, which is the foundation stones of life itself. Everything he created, he said he spoke it into creation, right? Is with his breath. So you know these words and these letters and numbers, all of that. Unlike English, which is a very nice language, but it doesn't have any significance whatsoever beyond that. Hebrew does. And so uh, when we study it out, the reason is because he put it together there for a purpose, and, and it really does kind of give us a bit a bit of a path or an understanding of, of his ways and what he's doing. That sounds unusual until you study it out, and then it makes perfect sense. So we've come from pay, which was that breath, just like at creation, and that's 80. So 5780 is the year right now, tonight, begins we flip to a new month Tishrei and in that new month begins is the day we call Rosh Hashanah or the Feast of Trumpets or the day six of creation when he created man so we're now going to go to a new year 5781 and that number one is Aleph or Elef. it's the first letter and the number one in Hebrew so there's no zero in Hebrew biblical Hebrew. Since God is one and he always existed, God is first and there's nothing before him. So there's no zero. Now, apart from doing math, if you go to Israel and you want to learn numbers, they'll teach you the Arabic numbers. And so you will have numbers for counting, including zero. But biblical Hebrew, no zero. Just one. The Hebrew word for God is El, E-L, written with an Aleph and a Lamed. The word Elohim is a plural word that speaks to the Trinity. Many words related to Aleph point at divinity. And just there alone, it should already tell you that it's a very complicated language. You can have an A, you can have an E. It's still the same letter. So the word Aleph is uh, written with an Aleph. So Aleph is A-L and then a uh, P or a PH, which is Aleph, is the same sound there. So Aleph. And it's, so there's three letters, Aleph, Lamed, and Pei. Aleph is the number one since it's the first letter. All right. Alamed, which is the middle of their alphabet, has a value of 30. It's a word for learning and also a staff or a goad. So that's important. Pay, which we've been there, is a value of 80. So if you add those together, you learn what the word Aleph adds up to. So 80, 30, and 1 is 111 or 111. That's three Alephs and one, which is the Trinity. Symbolically, this means that Aleph combines the divine, the spiritual, and the physical world. There's lots of different meaning to it. But Aleph has 
a yod above and a yod below, and then there's this diagonal line. So it kind of looks like an X, but it's that middle line, the, the big long one is a valve, and that has been called, that. Each, everything has its own name, and the valve has been called Ben Elohim, or the Son of God. Now this is by the Jews, not Christians. One yod is the right hand of God on the earth, the other yod is the left hand of God in the heavens. What's interesting is the hands of God are connected by this valve, and it is called that the mediator, Ben Elohim, the Messiah, the anointed one, and vav me- literally means nail. So his hands are connected by a nail. Mm. <laughs> we didn't come up with that one. So a left is associated with air, with wind. If you actually think of an X, now if you spin the letter just a little bit in order to make the vav vertical, the vav actually looks like a throat and the two yods like two lungs. So God breathed into the nostrils, breath of life, Adam became a living soul. So this it continues this pay concept of breath, but adds a bunch of other stuff. The Aleph denotes the first position in all things. It's depicted as an ox head. The ox head became the symbol of leadership and strength. So words like mighty, awesome, and of course any L word, El Shaddai, El whatever, they're all Aleph words. All the family-related words are Aleph. Father, mother, brother, sister, all Aleph. Aleph represents the creation of something from nothing. It's a symbol of beginnings or of God. It's just essentially, when you say Allah, if you're saying God in that sense, one cannot be divided. It's one. And it represents perfection. So needless to say, though, when we add Aleph to anything, it's a big thing. The three letters in Aleph, Aleph, Lamed, and Pei, are pictured as the ox head with the shepherd's staff and the mouth or voice. All right, so Aleph is the ox head, the Lamed is the shepherd's staff, and the mouth or voice is Pei. So you put them all together, Aleph, the voice of the chief shepherd. So each letter is also a number. The Aleph includes a Yod, a Yod, and a Vav, right? The Yod is 10, the Vav is 6, so Aleph equals 26, and the other words that equal 26 in Hebrew, Yahweh and Jehovah. So it is an unusual thing, but the number system and the letters, and it's just amazing how God laid out a language that walks you through some very amazing things. Let's go now. We've been in Pei, 5780. We're going to be Pei Aleph. Uh, if you write it, it's from right to left. So, pay will be on the right. The X left will be towards the left. Since it's a symbol of leadership, look for God to transform upright leaders into powerful, godly leaders this year. You'll see a significant shifting for the good in leaders. And goodness knows, after we watch some terrible leaders this year, uh, it'll be good in some of the cities and states in our country and in other places as well. Combining pay, the mouth or word with Aleph, which is God, we have the word of God or God speaks. So when God speaks, number one, limitless power. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The word was God and he was God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. We're talking out of nothing. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was life of all mankind. That's John 1, uh, 14 or 1 through 4. You also have not only limitless power, but you have purpose. Who is this coming from Edom, from Basra, with his garments stained crimson? Who is this robed in splendor, striding forward in the greatness of his strength? And this is that Aleph word. It is I, proclaiming victory, mighty to save. Actually, there's a bunch of Aleph words in there. Isaiah 63. Also, limitless power, purpose, and his word in our mouth 
brings a similar result. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. There's your olive. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. So that's just a couple thoughts on it. Uh, we're going to take a look at some of the issues that are not so pleasant that are still ahead of us. We've been talking about the four horsemen glimpses all year. We had four in the spring, summer, and then so far two more in the third horseman. The black horseman begins to, I believe, ride out with this particular feast. And so there are some bad things still ahead, but some amazingly good things. And then we're going to jump into the book of Job to really give you some prophetic look at where we're going to. So coming up next. We're going to look at the third horseman, the economy.